So there's a part in three where they go to like an old um, house in the middle of like France or something. Oh like that. yeah, and it's like crumbling, and, and it's crumbling, and the whole house it. catches yeah. on fire, mm-hmm. and then you're going up staircases to try and escape, fighting dudes and mm-hmm. shit. And I watched this kid do that sequence, and I was like, "Whoa, man, this is like a fucking movie. This is I've never seen a video game this fucking cool." And that's where I think the Uncharted series is where they locked into this template of money making, a shit ton of money making. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Emergent Gamer Podcast, episode 292. I'm one of your hosts, Neo Aoshi, joined by some cool dudes. Felix, are good? Hey, how you doing, Neo Aoshi? <laughs> it's me, and you... Fuck your name up all the got time. Got my name. <laughs> oh, God. You and were trying so hard. Hi, guys. I'm Trip Zero. What's going on? Thanks for listening. You were uh, so close, Felix. You were so close, man. Neo Aoshi? You're, it was like watching the track and field guys doing hurdles, and you just tripped over that final hurdle. You know? It's just he's the the letters that are in his name. You say them individually. A O she. That's the easiest way of doing it. Yeah, yeah. It's, in Neo Japanese, A-O-Shi. all the sounds are the same. Sa- all the sounds are the same. So A O she, A O she. It'll never ne- change. Neo A O she. Perfect. <laughs> Nailed it. Are you also like leaning forward too? I can tell you're about to, to try something because you have this like slight body lean. <laughs> just like it's this, it's not even like you can't even you don't even know you're doing it probably. But I saw you like and I was like, he's gonna he's gonna say something he's not unsure of. And then we got Ayoyoshi. Hey guys. Ayoyoshi. Hey, hey guys, my uh my uh I lost fifteen pounds on my water diet. Damn. Wow, dude. Congrats. Damn. Yeah. yeah, your water how diet, you, aka cutting out, cutting out soda. I'm drinking Hint now, which has no, no sweeteners. Uh, this is not an advertisement, but it kind of is. Uh, no calories, no sweeteners. No Hashtag nothing, not but sponsored. It has, but it has fruit flavoring. It's an infusion. So this is blackberry. I'm drinking Hint. Sponsor Felix specifically. Hint. It's amazing. I'm proud of you, Felix. That's great. Yeah, man, that's dope. That's great. Making some healthy choices, and it's paying off. And yeah, I'm, how I'm, do you feel? You feel good? Yeah, I feel great. I don't have headaches every day, so that's cool. It's clearly, the sh- <laughs> clearly the sugar was going right to my head. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at like just the millions of people that feel like shit when they're consuming stuff like that every day, yeah, and they're just yeah. like, mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening in my life, and it just it's so clear the connection that happens like that when you uh, when you make a change. Yeah, yeah, so. I'm proud of you. Um, so if you didn't know, guys. That. This is the Emergent Gamer Podcast. You can find us on podcast services around the globe. Search for us everywhere. Suscri- subscribe on YouTube. Uh, get us to that past that 100 subscriber mark and uh, give us that URL. And that's it. Give us likes, like, subscribe, rate us high, and um, join us and enjoy and the tell show. Tell your damn friends about us. That's it. Tell your damn friends about us. Tell your damn, um, tell your damn friends about us. <laughs> um I sound very old. Your and your mom. And your mom. Oh, very important. And your mom. Yes. And your yes. mom. All right. Who wants to go first, you guys? Who's got some gaming stuff to share? Um, let me go first. That way, because I do want to hear what you guys were talking about. And my story is is relatively short, but still very exciting. I do want to share. Um if you've been listening to the show, you know that I have been uh streaming and working on the one hundred percent run of Stardew Valley. And I'm nearly at the end of this of this game of this run. I have everything set up for success for this for this run that I can. Right. So like I've got to cook every meal in the game and I have grown all the food and the ingredients to be ready to cook all of the meals in the game. Right. Like I'm just I'm prepared to go at a moment's notice to finish off my objectives in this 100 percent. But one of the objectives is to complete the museum in the game. There's a museum in the town where you can fill it up with all kinds of artifacts that you find. And uh, there's an item in the game 
uh, called artifacts, right? Like it's a special category and it's like bones you can find like animal things, uh, ancient swords or like dolls or like you just find things like you're like you're a mini archaeologist and you give them to the museum guy. Well, there was this one just one artifact that the game would refuse to give me this ancient sword it only spawns in very specific areas of the map and the percentage chance of finding it varies per season because of other things that can drop in the places you have to dig for it so this is uh, the purest purest rng in the game and it's one of the only things that was holding me back in the 100 percent well on monday night I dug in a spot in Pelican Town and out popped this artifact. And I lost my shit, dude. The the place where I dug it up specifically had a 0.3% chance of it appearing there. In this specific spot that I got it. 0.3%. In one of the That's lowest chance, one of the lowest chance seasons. Now it's not that insane because I've been spending every day digging in every single spot just trying to get this thing to pop out. And I'm in year four of the game. Right. And I got, I've gotten duplicate artifacts. I've gotten so many other things multiple times, but this one specific item, the game refused to give it to me, but I got it. I nailed it. It's just such a big hurdle gone. So I can just like chill and finish up the rest of the run. So what is the significance of this artifact? It's that I can complete the uh, museum collection. That was the last thing I needed. And then that unlock, that's just something I have to do in the hundred percent. That gives me a reward. That gives me a, a reward that I that I need to earn. And yeah, the only things I have left now are being friends with everyone in the town, filling the hearts up to 100%, uh, maintaining relationships, and then Does that cooking the food like, they give me. Talking to them and giving them gifts and yep, exactly. dating them? I don't know. Stuff well, like I, that. I've never played Stardew Valley, so this makes it very... Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, the 100% is pretty comprehensive. Uh, you have to do nearly everything in the game. Um, but yeah, some of the the higher work pro- processes you have to finish like uh there's a marriage reward for a certain marriage level you have to like marry someone in the town then you earn the reward for a certain level of that again the museum collection so much of it is rng so that's got to be completed and uh i'm just glad all of the rng stuff is now it's gone it's gone it's out everything else that i have to do in the game i have a very specific path forward to obtain and i will be done the 100 now um small chance of it being tomorrow but probably monday and the fact that i've hit this moment after such a long time i am so excited damn so how much left do you have then it's according to the game officially it's 80 it's 14 percent is how much that's left but all that is what that actually translates to in, in a tangible number is i have to craft one more thing which needs a specific uh item i have to farm in the mines so that's one thing i have to craft and it's being friends with like like 10 people like maximizing 10 friendships and then i have to get my marriage up to 12 and a half hearts to get the the marriage reward that increases your health and your energy and stuff and that's it that's literally it and then the 100 percent will be done and some new magical things that i've stayed blind on will unlock in the game i'll be able to experience them and also move on with my goddamn life you sound <laughs> so. you sound a little bit like felix hergood what is this? This newfound obsession with trophy hunting? It's uh, it just it was such a cool focal point to go into after playing the year one challenge that I started back in January. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like play an in-game year, try to like complete the main story, which is saving the community center. Do that in a year, easy. You know, we gamed, and then it's like, what else are we going to do? There's an official hundred percent in this, so let's rip that, and it just became a thing. That's cool. It's very I cool. mean, that's Stardew Valley is it really is the the game that keeps on giving. Like I even discover things in this 100% run that I never knew happened in the game. I'm certainly seeing story and cutscenes with people in the town that I've never gotten to know, which alone is amazing. Uh, it just, there's just so much. It's so dense and people are going to people come into my stream that don't know Stardew um and they're like, oh, this is cool. Is this like a Harvest Moon or like Animal Crossing? I'm like, yes, but I'm about to go in the mines and now it's going to look like Zelda. You know, like now I'm going to have this very in-depth like fishing simulator for for a super long time. I'm going to craft a bunch of stuff now 
and design my like just there's so many layers to this yeah you it, becomes would never mi- it becomes minecraft when you start farming right like it it becomes like it molds into whatever the game wants to be at the time mm-hmm. or what you want it to be those are the best games man that's what gta is it's a bunch of mini yeah. games ma- mixed into a fucking shooter mixed into a it's crazy yeah exactly driving game it can be a racing game yeah it GTA is a racing is, game for a lot of it's people a good, it's a good example hours doing racing racing yeah so that's it it's it's literally days away i i would be very surprised if by next show i'm not done this 100 percent. if you're not done it i'd be very surprised if i'm not done yep because i was going to ask you because you've been doing this for a, since january you said mm-hmm. what what's next for the trip zero stream uh it's a great question i don't know what's next truly long term uh i know pokemon snap i want to play which comes out very oh, very shit. soon very soon um Whenever I'm done the 100%, like whenever I am done that night, I'm going to go, and I've been preparing this game, I'm going to go right into 102 Dalmatians, the PlayStation 1 Classic. And I'm going to do a little speed Wait, run, you, run this of this game. No, I swear to God, I'm going to play this game. This is a Kevin Oates move. This is a uh-huh. Kevin Oates move, for real. Um, what, so, yeah, so that's that going to be fun and very goofy. Is that one of those really hard early Disney games? Yeah. But like yeah. the production quality, of this is pretty impressive. Voice acting, really good animations, like a sleeper hit you would never expect, and no one played because it was like a a movie branded game. Yeah, like back know? in the day, I played uh, Aladdin and I played um, mm-hmm. yeah uh, Lion King yeah. probably Lion King. Yeah, this is this is as a 3D one from the PlayStation One era, but like it's got a lot of uh, it's like imagine a Spyro, but you're playing like as like a puppy finding things around the world. Like that's kind of the vibe of the game. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to learn and do like a fun little speed run just just to bridge the gap and change it up a little bit funny i feel like i just i really don't have a desire to like grind any like i don't i'm not gonna try to like play outriders and fucking i have no desire to do that i want to have like a really fun time on the stream i have a tweet in my drafts right now it's you know that kombucha girl that does like the like like that face you know like that that yes 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 exactly um my my, i'm probably i'll probably tweet this later so no one steal this uh it was going to be me every time I think about playing Outriders, and it just goes back and forth between her going like, 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 uh, then, mm, then, mm, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. That is constantly how I feel about it. About because Outriders. it's not good, or no, um, I see it, and people talk about there's like, so much, the there's so, so much to unpack is there. Great, yeah, like, and like the gameplay is like fun, and then there's server problems, and then there's parts of it that aren't good and then i'm like it looks like every other game i've played and then like people are like wow it's really fun to play with friends and then you get disconnected from the server and and like i'm just like eh, yes but no but yes i don't know i don't, I don't really know, have any interest like in that, that game at i feel all. that yeah is that weird no but on the note of the old games felix did you know that they released the disney afternoon collection and they remade they like remastered yes i did I, th- I believe kevin oates mentioned that to me yeah I-, I think somebody mentioned it to me and where do you where can i buy that uh it's a good collection on any of the stores i think i think I you can, can get buy it, it on anywhere. The wherever video games are so no, I, want, I want to play it on the switch if i'm gonna play it on i the believe switch. so yeah and they added features like rewind time and like uh, you can do like state saves, so you can save it like I think it's like an emulator, right? Like you can save it in any state you you want to. So like, shit, man, I played Aladdin. I I didn't play Lion King as much, but like, oh no, I did. I remember because you collected the little face drawings, the little the little Simba face drawings. My, um, yeah. My only problem with retro gaming, any kind of side scrollers, this is unless I'm doing it with somebody else. You know, like playing like Contra with Kevin Oates or something like that. I don't have the attention fucking span for it in my own personal life. Like I save states general, might change that for you. I you use just save pause states. the game exactly no, where it is. I'm come back a, to it later. I'm using a save <laughs> fucking. I used a save state in fucking Castlevania and fucked myself. I'm stuck <laughs> in this goddamn position where I'm never going to beat the boss and I don't have enough of those fucking crosses and the whole whatever the fuck you need to kill well, it sounds like you would have to do what they did back in the olden days and start uh, over hit the reset button baby yeah it's gonna have, mm-hmm. have to happen but all right who's next felix uh so you know like life is just you know continuing to grind out baseball game after baseball game in my current <laughs> season as the phillies 
playing with my team, you know. I got uh, Kevin Oates on the team. I got fucking... Uh, How's he got, doing? How's his other, uh, productivity? Uh, How's his at-bat percentage? Uh, Kevin is currently um, the starting... Like, he was on the bench when he started on the team. He is now the starting third baseman. Like You love to see it, man. You love to see he, the progress. I made him so he could hit home runs every now and then. So he hits... He has a couple home runs this year. He's ran the bases. He he. I made him kind of fast so he can he can do like triples. He gets triples uh, more than other players. So like I don't know but, why, but I had this this image of um uh you as Anthony Hopkins from Westworld talking about your creations, but your creation is Kevin Oates in this baseball game, <laughs> and you're really really proud of him <laughs> talking about the speed you gave I him am. and the ability to hit home runs and yeah because my create. I love my child. The only stuff in the entire franchise season, and, and for anyone listening right now who hasn't listened to the last 20 shows, um, I only play franchise mode. I don't play road to the show. I don't play any of that home run derby shit. I don't do any of that. I play franchise. And I automate everything about the franchise, except for the hitting and the pitching. The pitching is manual. The hitting is manual. So when I when players are up, I swing the bat for them, and when um, I don't skip games either, I don't do that shit. I play every game in the season. Um, Atta boy! But I just you know it's it's a lot of fun. It's easy. Uh, you know, it's not one of these things. Playing a game of baseball takes forty five minutes. You know, so I can play it right before I'm going to make dinner or whatever. Whereas, yeah, you're like in and out. Whereas the other thing that I'm playing right now, which is more of my long spurts of time, is the Final Fantasy VII, which we've mentioned on a couple of shows. I've now gotten past the part, and I, I don't, at this point, I've been spoiled on essentially the end of the entire game because I watched a video where they referenced, they referenced events in, I don't know how this game's going to end, but. Oh, uh, they the original. You're talking. They, they referenced yeah. all these crazy events from the original. So the one of the most shocking moments I've been spoiled on, which is going <sighs> to suck when that happens. It doesn't. Oh, no, no, I know exactly it. which one. It clearly, you know, it clearly you doesn't. Know, you know, like V twist now of, of of the game's primary plot, right? Not that. I don't fully understand that. No, I'm talking about the moment with the. You know. <laughs> I, yeah, that I moment. think I was talking about that. You, I said it That's wrong, and I know, of. I know the thing you're, you thought I was thinking of, but yes, I, yes. I watched a video. I watched a video online, and somebody was just they said spoilers in the beginning, but I didn't realize that was going to be the spoiler. <laughs> you they said fuck like, it. They showed it's the footage weird. of it happening, and I'm just, like, oh, yeah. it's it's weird being in a position now that Final Fantasy VII is currently being remade and talking about a 20-year-old game at this point. I know. It's, it's, it's kind of considered spoiling the game at this point, even though, it yes, it's it, this. the remake is different in a lot of ways, which we'll talk about when but you're the, done. You know that it. moment's going to be in the later game thing. Is it? Create. I don't know. Or it, it might not yeah. be. 1,000. They, they show you glimpses of it in this game. Yeah, but they also... Ch- mm. You listen to our spoiler cast. Listen to the to the well, spoiler I will, talk but I had. The thing that I just witnessed was the part where Aerith is. This is what I just played. The part where Aerith is standing. Uh, sorry, Cloud and Barrett and Tifa make it back to Aerith's house. Talk to the mom, and then the mom says, "You mm-hmm. should you should spend the night here." And then Cloud wakes up in the middle of the night after having a weird dream. Mm-hmm. And he looks down the staircase and sees Aerith like walking through the living room or whatever of the house, and she's not with them. She's been captured, right? So then there's a this. Um, it's a mini game. It's a mini game of you sneaking out. Is that no, the mini game? No, there's no mini game. You literally okay. just walk out of the house, and then you you see in the field of flowers where Aerith is based. She's standing there, and you're like, "What the fuck?" And Cloud's like, "What the fuck?" And you, your command is to walk over to where she is, and then she proceeds to talk in a very, um, uh, what's the what's the adjective word of permission? ominous? No, what's is it the, ominous? What's the what's the adjective? Prescient. prescient. She speaks in a prescient way about the the moments. What, d- in what the is future. that word? Like, Def- define that for me. Like, um, like 
like things that, that that for like talk about the future, things that are for yeah, things like, that, like like you're you're um, having a premonition, like premonition's the noun. I can't couldn't think of what the the adjective yeah, was. Uh, something Pressure. that's prescient is like um, it's it's a harbinger of something to come, uh, good or bad. You know, yeah, like. Okay. Like so visionaries will be prescient because they're good at predicting things that happen. I'm going to stop. For for okay. me, the most powerful scene thus far between Cloud and Aerith was this scene, and then at the at the end of it, she just fucking vanishes, right? And that you know because I knew the spoiler, I was like, oh okay, I, I see what they're doing here because they're pointing to the future and shit mm-hmm. that could happen. So anyway, so. Anyway, I'm still I'm still on board. That's where I am in the story. Um, I saw the the big drop. You know, I, I bore witness to that. That caused the, all oh, the destruction. The plate the drop. Yeah, mm-hmm. the plate drop. Um, plate drop is wild, man. That's that in the remake. Like that was one of the moments that really hit when the, when I was playing when this. When you game. played the original game, you didn't see all the details of them trying to fight up the tower and all it, that yeah, shit. Yeah. You did. Oh, you do um, that. You did. You but fight up the just, tower. You have a, a boss. You fight Reno and Rude up on the top. You do the whole yeah. thing. They escape on the helicopter. It's pretty much beat for beat. But of course, the detail that they go into in the remake is just an insane level. Um, yeah, you like see the tragedy and like you feel it a lot more from like the emotion of Barrett and like the characters portray a lot clearer in this version how much how serious like that was like in the in the original game like i know you played it recently uh trip but like mm-hmm. the original game like the, it's kind of like another set piece that you just kind of continue on through right like i mean it's, it's, it's it is a, a pretty big moment it's, it's one of the bigger cutscenes in the beginning um because the like, video i was watching they gave me the impression that people were shocked when it happened i mean i was when i when i first played it like oh shit. and you do you 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 ride off on the the thing the uh, the zip line or I think it was more of a hook in the original game. Not yeah, important. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, the plate falls and there's like, things are collapsing. There's explosions and like, you hear people like cry out and then it pans up into the Shinra headquarters and you see the president watching, listening to violin music. Like they hit all the real important emotional beats that they had to. And then Barrett has his, his moment where he's like screaming from Marlene thinking she's dead shooting at the, at the rubble. Um, they did a really good job of, of presenting like the tragedy of that moment. Uh, but yeah, the re- I mean, the remake uh, with today's technology, obviously you can just express so much more and really, really paint that picture. Yeah. So now I'm in the part right after that, where the game basically told me, it said, if you go to the Shinra headquarters to finish the game, you can't complete all these like side story missions where you mm-hmm. help people in the, in the, in the slums. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, systematically looking for those like help okay. one guy's like you know find my three chocobos and right. now that that's opened like the the fast travel around that area yep so like, yeah now- so you're like you're like about to hit act three of the game yeah the final act that's what i figured because it's mm-hmm. basically doing what like cyberpunk did if you go forward from this right you'll right, right. never be able to complete anything else because the game will but be don't over. let that trick you there's you're not like nearly done you're i'd say you're about you're halfway not. through the game maybe like shin the shinra headquarters is is such a dense part and in that in this remake they elongate it and they they add things like they add elements of of later in the game into this moment like it's like you're you're about to get into the shit like in a fun way. Like you've got a lot of the game to do. Don't think you're done. I didn't think I was done. I, I just thought I, we were coming into the final part of the story. Um, but yeah, and uh, you know I'm a completionist, so they keep telling me that there's these missions I got to clear. So I'm like, fuck, mm-hmm. clear these missions. I mean, keep They're telling me I got to clear missions. I'm gonna fucking do it. Um, but yeah, it's fun. Um, I haven't fought any bosses that have caused me the nightmare that the Hell House caused me, though. <laughs> Go, you're, there's one. Um, I'm sure there's going to be. I'm sure there's going to be more. But well, who's the monster in the basement trip? Do you remember? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I fought that. There, you there, in, the, in, in the, the sewers, in the sewers below Wall Market. That one. Are you talking about the research lab? Oh, you're talking yeah, about Shinra. Like a, no, no, no. There's a sub boss in the basement of one of the areas. Uh, I don't remember. It's been a year now. Oh, so. no. he. I don't think he came back to that. You come back to that. Like, they shoehorn that in in a way I wasn't expecting. You didn't go back to Sector 7, did you, Felix? No, he just got covered in rubble for him. Yeah. So, mm. 
So all right, that is that is another boss I struggled on. Are you talking sure. about? Well, hold on. Are you talking about the part where I have to go get Wedge? And there's like a no. thing, that, thing that looks like the alien. This is this wait, is a wait, side wait. boss. Yeah, I think that is. Yeah. Did you and go down into you, like a research lab? Yeah, and it has all these like little guys that look like it, and it's really big. And then it starts fucking up the up upstairs platform, and then Tifa gets stuck up there, and Barrett's on the ground. That's how it happened for me, anyway. It's 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 Bahamut, right? No, it's not Bahamut. Mm-hmm. It's um, I don't know the names of these fucking things. There's so many of them. Yeah, the um, the the monster. There's there's tell one me of what the, it does. What is it? Does it? It it runs around and it, it's it's really fucking annoying. To fuck You're talking about the one in the big room, Neil. Like just yeah. a big like a big enclosed room. Yep. Right. That's where I was when I fought this underground. Yeah, because yeah, Wedge was down there. Yes. Yeah, that was the the wedge centric. Yeah. And, and the thing has thing. the enemy's like mostly black and it's got purple in it. That one. I forget visually. It's been a while yeah. for that, but. But yeah, oh, I I, I, I did not have too much trouble with that one at all. Like I was prepared. Oh yeah, and I it, f- fuck that. I fucked that up with Barrett. Barrett fucking dropped a big old deuce in its fucking lab. <laughs> Uh, failed experiment is the name officially. That's exactly mm-hmm. what I fought. Yeah, I fought mm-hmm. that in the basement. I, that one, Neo, I didn't have any problem with. I beat it first time out. Like, no issue. I struggled on that one. Yeah. I actually, yeah, I think it took me like two tries. Mm-hmm. No, I did it on the first two try. Two deaths ended that on my one. third try. Yeah. I know for a fact that that one was fucking uh, uh, something that I completed. Oh, it, wait, was a no. pain, it was a pain in the dick. It was a pain in the dick. It's oh, not a failed experiment. It's not so a failed not? experiment. So, so it's a different one? Mm-hmm. Yep, it's um oh, it's type zero behemoth, and that's coming up probably. Oh, that's that that's is the one lost. you're talking about. Yeah, that that doesn't Not sound familiar it. to me. That doesn't sound familiar to me. So, yeah, it's another. It's a sub boss. Okay, I'll find out. You'll find it. Don't you worry. Okay, and then there. you'll 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 tell us about it. I'm sure you will. Oh, um, oh yeah. So moving on, yeah, I moving on. I'm rip done. it. I'm done briefly talk about a new game i played i'm still playing monster hunter so i already talked about that uh it's great still still an amazing game i got to play on monday it takes two. Oh yeah is, you did mention you were gonna you're gonna play this yeah so quill uh, of our discord was nice enough to let us try let me try out the the, the steam friend feature it's mm-hmm. called like friend link and yeah that's that, that's how they advertise you connect with people with uh with it takes two it's great. Like you don't need to own the game. He owns the game. And what he does is he goes, you install it. Right. And then he invites you to his game and it lets you play as if you guys are sitting together on the couch. It's amazing. Um, so I have it. I installed it on my computer and Monday night we streamed it and we got to play like the first, like, I don't know, like three or four hours of the game. Um, I got to say, like, it works really well. Like that's impressive that steam like did that and added that as a feature. I love mm-hmm. it. Sony advertised that as a feature of, the, of their games for a while, but I, I haven't even, I don't think I've used it. I don't think I've used it in any meaningful way. I haven't really either. To, to do like, didn't didn't know that was a thing until this game came game, out. I was like, this was is called, how you meet up with friends. It was called Game Share. Through, game Share. Yeah, but through it, it was only one person needs to own the game, and then they can be invited to the game. And like that was like one of the advertising points uh from the ps4 era i remember that being like a huge thing um but and then it, it just kind of fell off i tried yeah. it once and then it fell off yeah and not a whole lot of things like support i i don't know i just never tried i don't think i don't know i can't really claim that nothing supported it because i didn't try but um it takes two though this is yosef ferris's new game the fuck the oscars guy from uh the game awards uh that game is fun. It is a he he poses it as a comedy, like um a uh what's that what's that movie genre called? A um oh my god, it's like a a a dramatic uh, a love comedy. What is that called? Romantic comedy. Romantic comedy. <laughs> I, was I like, couldn't. What is he mentioning? I, I couldn't. You sounded like it. someone trying to translate from another language. You're like, what is the concept? Uh, you call it a love comedy? A love comedy. Yeah, romantic oh, comedy. Yeah. And um, it's about the the game's premise is a two parents to this daughter to this girl are getting a divorce. They're in the process of splitting up and separating. 
and they sit their daughter down and they tell her that, Hey, look, we're, we're separating We're we still love you very much. All, all the, you know, normal divorce things that, you know, you would tell a child, I guess. Um, and what ends up happening is she cries over two of her dolls that she's made and you and the, 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 the parents wake up in these dolls bodies and you get to play as one of the dolls. And it's cool because each doll has different specific functions mm-hmm. and, um, uh, what ends up happening is is the game is constantly in split screen, so you always see what the other person is doing. They do and the after- Portal Two style, right? The vertical split in the middle. Uh, y- well, Portal Two did it so well. If you were playing on console, I think that's how it was. I think, but yeah, on- split screen was 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 vertical, so you could see like like more of like you know just the aiming up and down of of all the just massive spaces you had to negotiate. On on PC, you like held the tab button for portal two and it would show you what your partner was looking at. Mm-hmm. So you still got your full screen in PC mode. It's, it, it is honestly, it's more like his other games, um, a way out, uh, which was always split screen and it pulled focus. So like a line was in the middle, um, in the middle of the screen and it would pull focus to oh, interesting. required focus. Yeah. And it does that here too. Um, and for example, like, I, like on the first few levels, the game is really smart with the mechanics that it presents you because it constantly gives you new mechanics and it forces you to work with your partner, which is amazing. Um, that's kind of like example. It, that's kind of like his game a way out. It's yeah, probably I need to play that game after, after playing like four hours of this game, I need to go back and check that game out because like if, if, if this guy is that into co-op and keeping co-op gaming like that alive, yeah, I, I love it. Like, I love that idea. Um, for example, one of the mechanics they throw at you early on, uh, one of the characters gets a hammerhead, like a little, like a literal hammerhead, and the other character gets nails that they throw and they can recall. So what you do is one character is creating pathways for the other character to use the hammer to like kind of like hook it and like sure. throw themselves, and then the other person recalls them, and okay. it becomes it becomes like a a platformer puzzle solving experience where. You both you both need to work together, and it lives up to its promise of as being like a funny game with like constant banter. There's a book that is that like sounds like Antonio Banderas. Oh and, really? Yeah, and he's he's constantly taunting you, being like, "Oh, I'm the book of love, and I'm I'm going to keep you guys together because yeah, that's that's like the goal, the story goal is like we're we're gonna we're gonna fix it all, right?" Yeah, and they're like they're like dead set on being like, look, we're divorcing, so like I don't know what you're trying here, but the book is like, uh, 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 I only believe in love, and mm. your goal is to get back to your daughter to somehow reverse the spell of these these dolls that you've been turned into. Um, another another cool mechanic that I've experienced it so far is uh, one character gets this like honey gun. It's an explosive okay. honey and you coat things in the honey and the other and the other character which was who i played i played as the wife and she shoots like little fire matchsticks and that ignites the honey so one person has to coat things in in the honey and the other person needs to detonate it essentially sounds Um, like marriage really fun boss fights like they're each chapter has like an awesome boss fight that requires each person's new mechanic to be used during the game. Sorry, what um, is this game called again? Sorry. It's, it's I got I got up to get a water to. and I come back and I don't you know. You got to get a snack and some shit and it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> I have, I have to, to use the bathroom in a second, but um it's called it t- it takes two. It takes uh, two. Yeah, yeah. I it remember takes you, two, you yeah. said that. And I mean, uh, at it's games fun, it's great. games where you do that and it can be played locally, right? Local co-op. It, it is it's local and it's it's Online co-op, yeah. Because yeah, a way out is not online co-op. You can't play that unless you're sitting. Oh, that's local only. Yeah, I, I don't. I didn't even buy the game. Quail literally invited me to his game, and I was able to play it on my computer. It was awesome. Um, my first time doing that. That's cool. Um, but overall, I think I'm going to do it again. I think next Monday we're going to stream. It takes two again on my channel, and um, it was a lot of fun. Like that game makes you think about just like solving puzzles together. And that's what I loved about portal two's co-op because yeah. 
that game was all and it's funny it's actually funny because quill and i last year played that game together we did the whole co-op uh mission together which was great um it, that is cool because it's an entirely different story than mm-hmm. the primary portal 2 story oh god what a great game man you think they'll make another one of those i don't know man i i think the answer to that is no it's it's not a hard no but valve i think has a lot of other things on their plate before they ever get around to that again yeah well guess what we are getting again mm. Mm. say it apparently we're getting last of us t- one again there it is there it is perfect transition 10 out of 10 um yes we have recently heard that uh sony is prioritizing a remake of the last of us part one a game that still to this day looks fantastic and is playable on a a it's, would you still call a current gen console a, PS, a ps4 a current gen console it's playable on the playstation 5 the, yes correct you can play the Your ps4, PS4 version is playable the there ps4 version is playable there yeah i have it yeah uh, within the past within the past calendar year ps4 was a current generation console so that's where i'm that's where i'm going with that no it's I, I it's currently cool. installed on my ps5 i can mm-hmm. play it i was playing it on my ps5 so when i first got it this actually comes out of the report from jason schreier over at bloomberg uh he reported that sony his his headline is sony's obsession with blockbusters is stirring unrest within playstation and there's actually a lot of there's a lot of stuff in this article. So I please go over there and read it. We're going to try and give our thoughts on what this means for PlayStation or what we think this means for what, you know, Sony is doing. Um, but overall, one, one of the things that they talked about was their desire to remake uh, The Last of Us 1. On top of that, Bend Studios, the creator of the Days Gone game, um, that you've played, Felix. Um, they, they pitched Days Gone 2, and they were rejected, and almost being, almost as if to be turned into a um, a support studio for making The Last of Us 1. They even had an idea for a uh, a Days Gone multiplayer, which they, that they were going to make in the, in the for the second game. It was going to be like a cooperative experience. Um, so, Sony's but, making a lot of decisions here. Yeah. But did that game actually do well? Like Right. Cuz no, I don't think it totally, did. And right? you're right. It didn't do as great as most of Sony's games have done. Like right. the, your God of War and your all the other Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us and all the, you know, Naughty Dog games. The problem was is yes. I think Days Gone while being a pretty good game in its own right it's another zombie game it's another open world zombie game and people weren't really looking for that when you could find that pretty much everywhere right um it's kind of a it's kind of a weird thing when ben wants to keep making their games and sony goes no we want you to do a game that we released in 2012 you know, like it's kind of like a weird place to put Sony in. It's it it's it's weird, man, because like there was a time when when we were like championing Sony for everything mm-hmm. as the leader of, of you name it in games and, and Sony and PlayStation were doing it, right? And their thought process is no different than what it is now. No. It's no different. It's just the no. thing is other companies have caught up to what people that play games value overall. So sentiment is shifting to places like the Xbox, right? And Game Pass, where we're being given a lot of a lot of opportunities and games to play uh, for for less price, for more accessibility with friends, and that affects PlayStation because they're so stuck on being the narrative kings. The, the game and the pl- the place people people go to for these in-depth experiences for the first party development um, but I think people value that less nowadays but they're not changing their minds and they're doing even more doubling down with the last of us specifically especially with the TV show in development so you mix mm-hmm. this entire like mindset they have together and and it's no surprise it's just that right now 
in the public eye, this doesn't add up to 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 a win for Sony, but they they're still hardlining it. Yeah, but I I remember a specific time between then, which was the 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 you know the the memory we have of us championing mm-hmm. um, Sony as being the, the the highest quality game development, and I remember a time between then and now when Trip Zero was like, that's a copy paste game right there. <laughs> I remember you saying on this show on multiple episodes, oh yeah. That you were not impressed with what Sony was doing with certain games, specifically God of War. Like, even mm-hmm. though God of War ended up being amazing and I enjoyed it, I remember when I was going into playing it, Trips here, you're going to play this game, and you were like, no, they're just copy pasting Last of Us on God of War. Because it's got like a big guy and a young kid. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, he's it's, like it's, carrying it's her. Very, it's he's very carrying like, his son it, around. It was like, a loose, uh, it was a loose, like, form fit from one to another but there were definitely like uh visual alignments there were like tonal alignments like there's these were things that yeah. sony was like uh shipping and i don't mean literally i mean just like where they were like emotionally shipping they were they were signaling to us that this is is our brand our they- days gone last of us god of war like this it, uncharted like this is you Ghost come to us for this yeah for this and, gritty and started, open world narrative, yeah. just pick your poison, and you can experience it here on our system. And it started with Uncharted. I'll never forget when the first time I had this idea in my head that that I wanted to get a PlayStation Three, which I didn't actually buy until years later when I bought it from somebody. But the first time I thought about getting a PlayStation Three was when I was in a Walmart and a kid was playing. Um, one of the Uncharted, I think it was Uncharted 2, on the PlayStation 3, like in the Walmart. Or maybe it was mm-hmm. a Best Buy. I can't remember. It was Walmart or Best Buy. And he's just playing it. And I just saw the scene in the staircase in this game where I think it's... is it Neo, which one is it where the house is on fire and you're trying to get out of the house? Is that 2? Or is it 3? I can't. God, remember. I feel like that's... A lot of Uncharted. Yeah, no, but the, um, this is no. like a, a, a whole. I'm trying to think too, and there's a lot of like flaming well, escape moments. Most of Uncharted is crazy shits happening around what, what, you. And you're which like one? Away which from- one introduced? I think it might be three because three introduced like these weird like uh, melee melee like, fighting yeah. mechanics. So there's a part in three where they go to like an old. Um, house in the middle of like france or something oh like yeah and it's like crumbling and, and you it's crumbling and the whole house it. catches yeah. on fire mm-hmm. and then you're going up staircases to try and escape fighting dudes and mm-hmm. shit and i watched this kid do that sequence and i was like whoa man this is like a fucking movie this is i've never seen a video game this fucking cool and that's where i think the uncharted series is where they locked into this template of money making a shit ton of money making cinematic first player game like single player games yeah which offered them a giant return on investment on the games that they make with that selected ip and then the last of us they continued the legacy another ip that that knocked it out of the park and remember the last of us started as a completely fresh unknown ip we didn't know shit about that like that wasn't a derivative of some other game it was an original idea about some weird zombie ant virus that fucking you know you know jumps to humans and then the next thing you know like they have this amazing game so so now they're they're getting stagnant you think guys like they're well, they're realizing is, that that newer ip is not going to succeed because of the failure of days gone and the failure of other ip my my concern is is that they're becoming too reliant on the existing ips that they have and they're going back to the well, so to speak, with remaking Last of Us, which is a game that still holds up to this day, right? It is a game you can go back and play right now. It's not mechanically that much older than Last of Us 2. We played Last of Us 2 last year. Great game. They made lots of improvements on, on the first game. But, you know, you can still go back and easily play The Last of Us 1. It doesn't, it look. it holds up visually. It, there are tons of other PlayStation IPs that they could go back and remake. Jack and Daxter is probably a good example of a Naughty Dog game 
that they could go back to the well on and remake it in, you know, like they're doing with Ratchet and Clank, like they're, they're reviving that series, right? Um, Sony has tons of IPs that they went through in the PS4 era, not just their, their major blockbuster titles. They went through a period where they were cultivating indie-like studios and making these like amazing smaller titles. Um, in the PS3 era, we got uh, that game company. They made Flower and Journey, and they progressed onward from there. Like they made all these other studios the backbone of stu- of Sony's like lineup. Not just your Naughty Dogs and your Insomniacs and all those other studios, but from what we're seeing now is a few months ago they took um, I think it was Japan Studio, the guys who make um, oh my god, what do they make? They made uh, shit. Does anyone know? Do you do you know Trip? Felix? What do you? Uh, I'm trying to figure out what you're trying to describe. They make J- uh, Japan what? Studios a few months ago. They took them and they kind of repurposed them. They they almost they didn't dis- dismantle this team, but they they're not making them a major game studio now. They they took Japan Studio and they they kind of like said, okay, why don't you go support the rest of Sony's studios? Is almost what they did with Japan. Hang on, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. I, it's it's like tickling the faintest like Here we go. part of my brain. February 26th, uh, PlayStation confirms Japan Studios will be re- reorganized. Um, they will be recentered around Team Asobi. These are the guys that made the uh, Astrobot games. So the the new um, that game that came free with PS5 mm-hmm. and the VR challenge, the Astrobot VR rescue game. Um, which is which is a PlayStation VR game. Um, so Japan Studios, who did what did Japan Studios make? I'm just uh, like you're like, talking about Sony Primary, but Japan. No, the studio was called Japan Studio. Oh, 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 oh! I'm didn't thinking they make entirely didn't different. they make Tokyo uh, that that uh, game with the animals? Okay, I got a list here: Ape Escape, Legend of Dragoon, Ico, Shadow of the Colossus. Loco oh, Roco, no, no, Adapon, yeah, right. Gravity Rush, Bloodborne. They did oh and Last Guardian. Along okay, with got it. uh yeah, and along with From Software. Um so yeah, they've been repurposed now as like a support studio for other studios. So it's kind of weird that now that we're beginning this new era of, of you know PlayStation, there we started a new, you know, the PS5 era has begun essentially. Um Sony almost feels like they're doing, I don't want to say they're reverting back to the way they were, but they're kind of playing it safe now. Like they're relying on IPs like the last of us and other things. Of that yeah. Nature. It's it's and I don't, and I said this right uh, like a couple minutes ago. I don't think they're, they're reverting. They're staying exactly the same, which is the problem. Yeah. They're staying exactly the same. This is the same line of thinking they would have had when they were on the top. But with all the other advancements and what's valuable for gamers, it's it's now shooting them in the foot. So I'm zero percent surprised. Um, it's kind of disappointing. It is. It is. But um, they have to like want to have that foresight, you know. Um, and it's the same thing with Nintendo. So it might be like a, a Japanese um, mindset about how they run their companies or about how they like define their products or their place in what they're providing to the world, you know. Um, you know, like it, this is this is this could be way off base, but like like Japan's very like honorable, you know, like you don't want to like appear humble unless you've like done something that you want to apologize for. They want to like portray strength. And I think that like element goes through every decision, including one where you'd be like changing course of your entire studio to like catch up with Microsoft and provide stuff for gamers or like um provide good online access if you're nintendo you know like you've got this mindset of like i know what's good for me and my company and i'm going to show you that by just fucking powering through yeah and if it works then you're the king of the world if it doesn't work then you do a a big aggressive apology video like that's that's what's gonna happen you know Mm. well we've seen examples of that right like for example at the start of the xbox one ps4 era we saw exactly that uh xbox was a hundred percent in on 
always online console. This is a game and media center. We're going to give you the connect in every box. And they're like, this is the experience we want you to have, right? Everybody rejected that. That was a full-on rejection of that promise. And Xbox paid for it. Sony, on the other hand, they went all in on the games, right? That's what they did. They went all in on, we're a gaming machine. Share your games with everybody. It's all good. Um, mm-hmm. and, they, and that paid off for them, essentially. Nintendo does the same exact thing, right? They make, that, they make those decisions as well. Um, they don't fucking care about buddy lists, right? No, like, they like giving you the friend codes and the they, bullshit internet bullshit. They know what they know, and that's the thing. And that's the problem. They're going to refuse to shift and change. So, yeah, yeah, they they believe all these companies believe they go, well, we know what our customers want. We know mm-hmm. what our our fans want um, and they're going to they're going to do it no matter what. Right. Um, I posted another article in the chat here that you can take a look at. This is from today. Naughty Dog. The headline is Naughty Dog says it's struggling with multi project development. And the article essentially says that they have multiple projects in pre-production that they want to work on. And I don't know if this is tied to Jason Schreier's article or, you know, Mm -hmm. it could be right. These, these, all these things are connected. Um, They're struggling with working on multiple projects. And again, last year, tons of report of Naughty Dog Crunch, right? That was a huge issue for them leading up to the release of, of, um, the Last of Us 2. Sorry, mm-hmm. I got there. I got it's there. Okay. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't ever want to take it away. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I Sometimes I, I have brain brain stuff. Guys, I'm sorry. My cat is going to ham on my backpack right now. I thought, just, he, I thought he was out of the room. Yeah, well, I went I went to go pee in the middle of you guys talking, and no, he came see, in. You can't. You can't, you can't, man. You got, you're letting him walk all over you. That's why I shut the door, man. <laughs> yeah. can't get in. All right, hang on. You guys keep keep it keep it going. Keep it going. Well, I mean, I I don't really know what else to to kind of unpack here because I don't think we're going to see a difference in Sony unless they just like fucking really tank in their services. But the thing is, the people that support Sony are going to support Sony. Like, and I think they're okay with being slightly behind from their perspective than than trying to massively shift and regain everyone's favor. Really, you know, like I think they're going to at least wait until their projects pan out with so they've got so much invested in Last of Us IP and they want, they're going to ride that as hard as possible. Next well, year, they have the HBO show comes out yeah. next year. Yeah. So the reason they're fucking doing this is so that they can semi market that show like. Yeah, yeah you're, not, you're a thousand percent right about a that. A re-release yeah, of The Last of Us, like a remake of The Last of Us, even if the graphics are like dismally changed you know to the point where we're all like that's the same game you just gave us the same fucking game over and over what what are you going to do different this time i mean maybe they're going to do something that's crazy where it's like photorealistic graphics and we're going to like lose our shit over it maybe but but that's in this day and age that's not going to carry the console but it puts the nugget in people's brains like oh the last of us oh yeah you know, like <laughs> right, right, yeah, right. They, dude. They've also started pre-production on a Ghost of Tsushima movie. They got an really? Uncharted movie coming mm-hmm. out too. They got the Uncharted movie coming uh, out with uh, Spider-Man. You know, Spider. Yeah, uh, I don't even remember his name right now. Holy oh, Tom Holland. Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. Yeah, yeah, I did know about that one. Yeah, yeah. The uh, like Sony is shifting their perspective into a wider media than just the games. Far cry from what we saw in 2013 when they launched the PS4. We're just games. Get your games. We're making really good quality games that you enjoy. I don't mind getting multimedia formats, but I also like playing new things. And yeah, for sure. I I don't speak. I know I don't speak for the general gaming audience, right? Like people love what they're familiar with, right? That's why Madden sells gangbusters every year, right? Like. People like what like something familiar, but yeah. But I think there there have been a lot of people expressing the fact that they don't want this. It's too soon. Mm-hmm. I found nothing but people saying this. Like whenever I dug into like replies and comments and people's like general uh, opinions Thoughts. about this, yeah. no one wants The Last of Us again because we've all played it and it's still great. It still holds up. You can play it right now and get the exact same experience. You can go from one into two. I've done it. And there's barely a difference. And and at that, yeah. like, 
Sony would have done this no matter what, but the fact that they're doing it with The Last of Us really shines a light onto onto their their thought process about their the value they put in their own first party IP. Like honestly, if anything, I would remaster Uncharted One. Yeah, one thousand percent. It's a great idea. That is a tw- two thousand what seven two thousand eight yes. game. Early PS3 tech. Like, come on, make it a PS5. Add ray tracing. Give it give it that like that good upgrade give it that good shine right like yeah i don't care how good of a point you have about like uh remastering a game based on whatever criteria you have as a company people are going to look at the the pure years between the release and the remaster and make a judgment call on that like what else are you going to do this is not a conversation like final fantasy 7 remake where the medium is entirely different the the play style is different the art style is upgraded and updated like that's a very obvious remake what are you going to do with the it, last of us part two the the remake is a uh, the final fantasy 7 is like essentially a completely new game right like it's yes it's a new game with the same plot almost right like and i i just it, don't see what you're going to add to a remake of the last of us to provide value to a consumer mm-hmm. there's there's nothing that i can think of and I'm, i think that i'm someone who can think of a lot of pretty good things uh, on a moment's notice, at least to give someone the benefit of the doubt, right? Like I yeah. can usually think of a list of reasons as to why to do something. I truly can't for this, for Last of Us. I mean, you know, it's like here. Let me ask you this: Would you buy this remake? Um, no. They would have to demonstrate why I would need to buy it. But like, mm. why would I? Why would I buy it when I I have the you know the PS the PS4 version of one mm-hmm. on my PS4. And I can download it on my five whenever I get that console. Like I've got that. It's a great experience. I just played in the last year. No, I, I wasn't playing that game wanting anything else. You know, you know, when you're playing an old game and you're like, oh, I wish this had like this quality of life thing. We all take it for granted I, now in I 2020. Think that about Metal Gear Solid. I yes. Think about Solid yes. All the time. But that never, that, that thought doesn't exist playing The Last of Us because it's still a game of this like gaming generation. You know, like if we, if we break away from like, Defying that hard with consoles, it's a modern game. It's a very modern game still. Mm-hmm. So, what are you going to do? What's the value? I don't think there is any. And they're just they're just doing their thing, man. It sounds like they're need- just following the Rockstar play playbook. I mean, yeah. it's just fucking Rockstar is going to keep milking GTA all the way up until you know they come out with GTA Six and until it's not the top ten game. And I haven't month. even yo. So like you know how Assassins. The Ubisoft making Assassin's Creed games, mm-hmm. it's it's fascinating what they do because every single time they come out with a new game, it is in a really new, interesting location. Like it sounds like with GTA Six, Rockstar is going to go back to like one of the cities they already did. Like, and I'm like thinking in my head, I'm like, but, but you know, but you know, if you like Liberty City, which was in GTA Three, yeah. That was an, that's an that old was, game now, right? Like there, that, this, there is value in that. There's value in that. There's well, more is it, value. In is that. it the more? Is it more exciting than a brand new city? Probably not. Dude, they went. They went to Liberty City in three. They went to Liberty City in four. Four was also Liberty City. Yeah, they've been tickling that nostalgia fucking button for a million years, dude. Yeah, San Andreas did L.A. and then then they did. Uh, are we uh, L.A. Are we again in five? To, right. Like they're just they're just ticking off the same boxes over and over again. I mean, yeah, exactly. They did something really interesting way back in the day, which was Grand Theft Auto nineteen sixty nine London, and then they never oh, did that, that ever. Game. They never did I, that I, ever again. That would be cool. I don't. I didn't even know about that. Honestly, that like, was, that was one of the top down ones, right? Was that a top uh, yeah. down GTA? Yeah, I remember right. that. The yeah. only thing that that was a complete deviation that they did was what I used to call when I was playing GTA three. I used to go. You know, it'd be really cool if they made an old Western version of this and they called it Grand Theft Horse. I used to make that fucking joke when I was playing GTA 3. Wow, you practically mm-hmm. wrote Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, and then they yeah. said, let's make Red Dead Redemption, and they came out with that game. And I'm like, but that was even based on old IP. That was based on Red Dead Revolver. And then mm-hmm. Red, Red, yeah. Red Dead, yeah, so Red Dead Redo- Revolver happened. And uh, and then and they like, said, let's okay, just let's fucking make a big open GTA world. this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Grand Theft Horse. Um, <laughs> and there were rumors. There were rumors a couple of years ago where they said the new GTA six that's coming out is going to be a medieval game. <laughs> I'd play that shit, dude. I play. A, are you kidding me? I would play a GTA medieval. 
Wait, where you're stealing carts. Absolutely, <laughs> I would. Dude. You know, Smashing like, people's houses with a fucking sword and a like, suit of armor. What, Absolutely. What fuck. Like I'd only play it if you actually walked like you had to walk in a suit of armor, like my, dumb and like. That's what clanky, I'm saying. My like, my argument for that would be that night game I played a couple of years ago that took. Oh, took was that place. Kingdoms of Amalur? Am I or am I no, no. something else? Kings, Kingdoms of Amalur is totally awesome no it was it was that other one that got like Uh, uh, the one that was a bug mess something reckoning uh, yeah yeah. kingdoms no kingdom come no kingdoms of amalur reckoning is kingdoms of amalur you just said the same game no no but wasn't there a kingdom in the name something like god i can't remember you're right but it took place what was so weird about that deliverance kingdom come deliverance deliverance was what was so crazy about that game is how specific they were in because they're they were czech Um, they were czechoslovakian and what was really crazy was that that game took place specifically in a specific fiefdom from a specific time period oh, so in they were, Czechoslovakian they were, history. They were legit about it. Yeah, it was like really a night simulator. If you want to play a game that tries to simulate being a knight, that's it. Like it was, That was a crazy game, and I played that for a couple months, but it was a bug fest. Oh, I remember. Yeah. They um, leaned hard into like the realism. Yeah, they did. They real, like, real someone real out there is going to really dig this, and I think a lot of people did. Still, a mo- more of a bold choice than what Sony's doing, and but, that uh, goes a long way. Yeah, I'm. I'm honestly really worried about what we're going to get this generation with the PS5. I agree I, with Jason Schreier. Like, man. they're not going to. They they're a company. They're a major corporation that does not want to deviate from their return on investment. The only right. way that this wins is if they don't get a return on investment. <laughs> Right. No, yeah. you're absolutely you know what right. I mean? Like um, that's that's it. The where they have to come up with a new strategy. Like, but like, like looking at the pipeline right now, we're getting we're getting the new Horizon Two. Right. We have mm-hmm. God of War Two. The the re, the remake. Oh, I'm sorry. The reboot of God of War Two. Right. We got un, untitled, un, yeah. you know, Naughty Dog game, which is probably this this mm-hmm. remake of Last of Us One. Yes. We got. Dude, oh, all man. I gotta do is take their character models and smooth them over, like Spider-Man Two. Oh my god! Um, and and in meanwhile, Xbox they fucking bought every studio under the sun, right? So they have Starfield, they have Elder Scrolls Six, they have you know the all the, these this whole in lineup of of games under their belt that they Look. can just. Sony could keep making the same kind of game, right? Because, like, yeah, like at a certain point, you're going to be playing a similar kind of game, no matter no matter who was putting it out or 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 what, uh, who's designing it or what the actual modes are inside of the game. But like, dude, just put a game out anywhere else. Put a game, set it in, I don't know, pick a random city in the United States, and then set it there and make up a story and let people explore. Like, I know that sentence just sounds like incredibly naive and there's a lot more work that goes into it. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know, man, instead of like a cool European city, where's a game in, in like modern day France? I play that game. Let's have like international tourism through video games. That would probably grab some heads. You know, yeah. that's what Assassin's Creed's for, right? It, true. But, but like, they're all like ancient, you know, I was like, oh, you could play Paris in like uh, AC Unity, but it's old. The, the, the closest they get to the modern times is the Belle Epoque. Which is the yes. late nineteenth yes. century. You get to play like a yeah. like a. It's one of those like schisms in the fucking animus, and you walk into this like giant. It's almost like a giant portal. Give me an ever given simulator. Let me try to pilot a ship down the Suez Canal. I play the fuck out of that game. <laughs> like no, like can someone just put out put out something that's interesting to play? That's not The Last of Us Part One, Part Two. What do we call it? The Last of Us Part One, Take Two. Yes, <laughs> Last of Us Part One, yeah. Take Two. <laughs> so, I don't know. I guess we'll have to hang on and see. I where, think uh, where Sony's we, going, but I don't. I'm we, not excited about it. We could revisit this after E3 when Sony makes their big, their big presentation. Yeah, uh, and actually, it's at this point now. I'm curious to see what they show it because if it's not, if it's all stuff like this, then I'm out. I'm hard out. I'm, yeah. I'll probably buy a, a series, whatever. Whatever they decided to call them this year, Xbox, I'll buy one of those. I'll buy an Xbox before I buy a PS5. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. They care. They're making money either way, right? Based on these decisions, obviously. But that's where I'll be spending most of my time if that's the case. Yeah. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. 
Well, on that note, you guys, this has been the Emerging Gamer Podcast. Thank you for joining us this week for another talk of video game magnificence. I'm Neo Yoshi. You can follow me at twitter.com slash Neo underscore Aoshi, twitch.tv slash Neo Aoshi. Um, back streaming, it looks like. No schedule yet. I'm just going to hit live when I can. I'll tweet it out, so you'll you'll have to look there for when that happens. Um, playing It Takes Two and Monster Hunter Rise at the moment. Uh, maybe some Warzone in between. Um, and I'll see you see on the, on the net. Felix. Uh, yeah, this is Felix Hergood. Uh, catch me at Felix Hergood on Twitter. Um, I'm out and about, people. I'm around. <laughs> he said I'm out. And love to see it. <laughs> I'm out and about. Oh my god. <laughs> Felix are good. I'm out and about. Trip zero. What's up, guys? Thanks for listening and uh, watching. If you do watch us live, I'm Trip Zero. You guys can find me on the internet at Trip Zero TV. Um, I stream Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. And right now, I'm doing my 100% run of Stardew Valley. Um, we are so close to the end of this; it's so exciting. Please come by and check it out. Maybe Thursday, maybe Monday. Who knows? But it's going to happen before the next show. I feel it. Um, and then all my socials are also Trip Zero TV, so I'm very easy to find. Thanks for uh, for listening and hanging. We'll see you next week. Later. See ya. Um, No, it does sound like it. But it's no longer just, you know, you're a fan of video games and that's it. Or you're a fan (laughs) of tabletop and that's it. It 1000% is. But yes, you're definitely right, Felix. The um, the, the idea of all coming together was that like now movies games were becoming more like movies and you know the tropes of movies were now becoming more prevalent in games and and they were everything was kind of crossing over so we were thinking like we were gonna originally it was like one feed (laughs) the one feed had um the gaming podcast episodes the um tv show and the comic book episodes like so it was us and then we and then we got feedback for conversions. Remember, we got feedback from uh, Kevin Oates, who was like, "Hey, man, why are all those damn, uh, you know, why is all the TV episodes mixed with the gaming episodes? I just want the gaming episodes." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, like, shortly after that, we were like, "Oh, this, uh, we're doing this wrong." Like,